Oh my gosh, it was such a great, 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 great talk that I had with eRoots on Stereo app. If you guys do not have the Stereo app, please get on it. Um, it's just another great way for people to connect all over the world to talk about different topics. And um, I will share the discussion with eRoots and I on here. I will also share my thoughts further on the topic about abortion and um, self-respect and what can possibly change the high numbers in America regarding abortions and some more things. So if you are at work and there is an HR issue listening to this topic out loud, please get your headphones. Please listen at your desktop with your headphones. Please enjoy your day and do not allow anyone to stress you. If your kids are in the car, maybe you might want to put on something else and this may not be a topic for them. But if you do have teenagers or those young children who think they know more than you who have access to smartphones, please allow them to listen. My name is Shan and this is She Gets It. And let's get into it. That's not my name, but we just need to get them out. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so what brought us to this topic, right? So I don't know if you got to talk to listen to, I don't think it was like two weeks ago. I can't really remember who was having the talk because my memory is terrible. Somebody, yeah, two men were having the talk, which were, which we did say was refreshing. Yes, that yes. Two men the conversation, but yes. two men cannot... Uh, give abortion the correct um detailing that it needs because they do not have and they are not mothers yes yes it was i'm glad i didn't it didn't they they weren't like aggressive and angry that was like a good i was like okay this is sensible conversation men trying to have a stake in it but again it goes to the point that there like you said is there's just not enough there's not enough of of men sharing experience to be able to say it should be one way or the other. But it got me to thinking about the fact that there's this maternal mortality uh, rate in Black communities that are like, it's worse. They said that it's worse for us than women in Syria. And they had like bombs and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So my name is Shan from She Gets a Podcast. That is Eruth. She's an intelligent mother of more kids than me, okay? And she's married, so don't come on here disrespecting, okay? All right? Be nice. If you have nothing good to say, please do not comment, all right? This whole show is to educate people more so on the self-responsibility and self-respecting aspect of abortion, more so than... To get a the abortion or not to get a abortion, because I think there's nobody can tell another woman what she can do with her body, and I don't feel like another person should. But I think we, as human beings, as adults, have the responsibility to educate women and men on their um, self respect and their personal responsibility of their bodies. And I think that's where you start because you cannot criminalize abortions and think that's going to stop it because it's not, okay? Just because 
a person can go to a, a bank and rob it and go to jail doesn't mean they're going to stop robbing banks. We see that they're still robbing banks. They, they're willing to take that risk. All right. And abortion is 37 people out of a thousand people in countries that actually prohibit abortions are getting abortions. So imagine like the states that we have here in America where they allow it. Mm-hmm. And what really made me want to do this topic is I sent e an article that said since January 1st of 2021, there has been one over 1.1 million abortions already in America. And what that tells me is people are out here just fucking, not caring. People are out here uneducated. People are out here feeling like having sex is going to make them be more light, is going to get them further in life. People out here do not um, respect um, life, their lives, a, a, a child's life that does not act to be here. And people out here are either terrified of having kids during this whole shit show in America, which I slightly understand, but it is a responsibility factor of making sure that you're never in a position to have a child be a possibility that I'm more concerned about. And I am aware that there is um, a lot of sex trafficking issues in America, always has been but for some reason is heightened now. And mm. I just want to know, when did we stop respecting the act of sex? And why do we participate in the depopulation of our families and our communities as if, um, oh, so that happened? Okay, here's a quick fix. Abortion should never be a quick fix to your actions. Mm. abortion should never be um, just go do it to your actions that could be prevented okay and I'm not blaming anybody but we have to get to the point of what could we have done to prevent this child this um, older person in their 20s you know having their hot girl summer just going out here screwing whoever she wants and thinking, oh, this is my eighth abortion. It ain't nothing. I'm just asking for the $500 and we gonna be cool. I'm gonna be back at it next week. When did we just devalue ourselves down to that point where I'm risking someone putting instruments into my body to suck out a possible human being because I was irresponsible about my actions? that's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, it is it is it is such a topic that I find myself hearing more and more about in the Black, in black community, Black circles. Like, I've never heard us talk a lot about abortions as much as we've been doing now. Yes. And there's two things that, like, to st- stand out to me as to, like, why, but then also I, th- I feel like it's, I know friends who've had abortions and their moms have been like, you know, what do you want to do? I'm going to support you. And I know friends who've gotten them multiple times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, some for me, I always try to take myself out of it. Like, you know, I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't do it, 
I cry. I like, I'm born for this child that you're telling me you're about to <laughs> abort. But at mm. the same time, I don't know you. I'm not in your life. I don't know what's going on in your life to make you do these things. But I remember there was a conversation that was going on about like the whole, um, the abortion, the um, eugenics era that was going on. And uh, I can't remember, was it Pat something Sanger, Patty Sanger, whatever her name is. Yes. Um, what's, what, what was her name again? Um, uh, something Sanger. Sanger. But she was like the one that was, uh, and actually black men too. I, I, I read it's W.D. Uh, the Bois was talking about the overpopulation or the, the not so much it was overpopulated, but that the, the black population was was um, procreating, but with not, with not being able to actually take care of itself. Yes. But it got me to thinking like there's a conflict with that. So like even if there, although that is true that that was that was a campaign that was going on in America, which was to depopulate Black people, mm-hmm. it made me think about the fact that there are these this conflict between economic conditions that contribute to choices um, to abort and policies that really do nothing to encourage a better economic condition. And exactly. then when a woman does come to full term she may find herself dealing with maternal mortality and it's happening a lot higher in black, um, black communities than other communities. So it's almost like you're, you're <laughs> the women that we want to like, man, please, please hold on to this baby, please. We need you. <laughs> and then she does hold on to it. And then she might end up dying anyway, her, you know, her and the child. And it's just so frustrating. Okay. Let me put, let me put this in the perspective of what you just said. If this is why I don't like state laws because it really just gives people excuses to BS. When you have a state like um, Pennsylvania and you have a major city like Philadelphia, and when that government will give a woman that is living, um, her needs are beyond what she can do for herself, right? Mm-hmm, and as a child, and as a state, you tell that woman, because you cannot do for yourself and the needs for your child are at this level, we will give you $200 in food stamps and we will give you $200 cash for this child. And she turns around and she has a second kid. That's $800. Okay. Mm. Mind mm. you, she already couldn't work a job to c- cover herself and this kid, the first one. Mm. Then she turns around and she has a third child. Then she turns around, she has a four child. Where is the cap on we understand that you cannot afford the first child and you went ahead and had a second child, but that after the second child, we cannot help you with any more funding. There is no cap. So on the 1st and the 15th in the city of Philadelphia, you will see those welfare offices wrapped around blocks of women's Mm -hmm in line with multiple kids and they cannot afford the first kid that they have because no one is giving them Mm. a limit on access to money that's working people's money that should be going into the communities to make the communities better but we're taking working people's money and taxes to fund these multiple babies that you are having because you cannot afford them the problem is the self-respect for yourself. The problem is you somewhere along the line, you lost a personal goal for yourself to be a better person so you could be a better person for your family. So now you're using these kids as money tickets. Mm. That's the problem. 
okay? Because once you move to a state like Georgia, and Georgia is a state where you have to have negative $10 of nothing before they give you a dollar yeah. when it comes Girl, you got to be literally scratching with a with a damn girl. Do you think welfare offices are wrapped around the block in Georgia? No, because they oh. understand the fuckery that people are on, and and until the government starts giving people boundaries for the choices that they make, that they are in control of, it's going to continue. It's going to be perpetuated because I understand that there are people who are sex slaves in the United States. I understand that there are politicians that are ahead of uh, sex trafficking organizations, okay? Because there's no reason why a city like Atlanta is damn near number one in sex trafficking of children. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and politicians are not in it. Politicians are in it, Oh, yeah. Okay? And the judges are involved. Everybody's involved because there's not... There's not even a push to even uh, to make the sentencing harder. There's no there's no money. They don't even put money aside for like investigating child sexual abuse. Like right. They don't, yeah. And the the fact that they criminalize children that were pimped out, uh, sex slaves because they th- chose to defend themselves for their life, mm. and they put them behind bars. It kind of leaves kids stuck. Right. And I don't yeah. care who's who thinks what once a child is is taken advantage of at any age, they no longer can live in the mindset of a child. That's yeah. a wrap. That's a wrap because you yeah. don't look at people the same. You don't trust people the same. You can't focus on childlike things because that whole innocence and um, curiosity of not knowing adult life is, is completely stripped. Right. And I've never had an abortion, but I know a lot of women who have. I don't hold anything against them. But what I do hold against a woman that keeps having multiple abortions is her her respect for herself, her um, her ability to control habits and change habits that she has. And I will call you out. I'm not that best friend that's not going to be like, hey, right. You know, you don't want kids. And 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 you don't know these men that you choose to have sex with. You have to take it upon yourself to either one go go get your womb completely ejected, or two make them wear condoms and protect yourself, or not even have sex. That is your personal responsibility. And I do agree. I do think that women should have more responsibility. But I, it's, I think it's one of those things where if you know better, you do better. Because it goes back, right, to that example of the child being molested, then, then becoming, your your body looks like a woman, but then your mind yeah. is like not, right? And so you're now right. you're making these decisions and choices that's leading you down this pathway of getting pregnant over and over and over again. And that's been the case. The, all the women that I know that have had multiple abortions, they have that kind of past. It's kind of like exactly yeah. that sometimes. yeah there was a girl there was a girl well a woman that had i think three or four kids and Mm. her first time she got pregnant she was 12 years old okay Mm. put that out there and how she got pregnant was from her cousin's boyfriend that will come by the house and stay by the house right Mm. then they made her give her son up for adoption 
her son was adopted by someone else, right? Mm-hmm. The next following year, she was pregnant again. Mm. At 13. They oh, made no. her keep they made her keep that baby. Then the next year she was pregnant again. First of all, why is this man allowed to be in the home along with this 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 young child and have sex with her? Everybody knows it. The family knows it, and he's still coming around. Because it's happening in the family. And even though she was a grown woman by the time her kids were a grown woman on the show, her mindset was still of a child because she was ashamed that that's what happened to her. Mm. And, and, and I think that's a lot of what happens also where you'll find a lot of young girls who have abortions is no one cares about what's going on in the house of that child. Nobody cares about what's going on in the grandmother's house. Nobody cares about what's going on at auntie's house or uncle's house. Who's coming through. Um, no one's parenting, but they're yeah. having children. Yeah. And well, a, lot like of, a lot of things could go left when you're not parenting, but keep having children. Yeah. It's 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 almost like there's like a, what is it? Um, other people's problems type of thing. OPP. <laughs> Because it's like everybody's living in these same spaces, but everybody's living in their own heads, in their own lives, separate from each other, even though they're in the same house. So it's like, you know, this person is going through something, but you don't, it's like, I don't even have the time to worry about you. I got to worry about me. And it's like this selfishness that I think that happens in, in people's homes that everybody's kind of just focusing on themselves and not really paying attention to what's happening to other people. And then when something is discovered, it's like, oh, the embarrassment, how did I, how did I not know this was happening in my house? Those type of situations. So it's well, cause everybody in their own mind and their own business, not paying much attention. And I think the, the, the sad part of this, these situations is that these women who do find themselves kind of like in that perpetual state of, you know, I'm going to have the government help take care of my situation because you know what? Nobody gave a shit about me. Nobody cared about me. So you know what? I'm just going to make sure that this, somebody got to take care of me. I, I have a family member right now that is going through something where she's continuously getting pregnant and you know, she has some trauma that had, I don't, I've just, I just had met, uh, met them like a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, but for me, I recognize like, like, Hey, let's talk about this. You know, yeah. it's good to share stories, which are, you know, we talk about what happened to us and at least we know we're not alone. And she did never want to talk about it. It was never a problem. I need my, my own business. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, and you know, now the children are going through something where they're replicating that same environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, the state makes it hard too, because you can't even, you have to go through so much red tape to try to get, okay, first you got to go and hopefully not mean not hopefully but you have to find the situation in the act or have enough people to confirm that this uh uh sexual abuse has happened and you got to file the police report and you got to go through the attorney do you have money for the attorney it's just so much for you to even try to solve at at the at the beginning of it what sucks with that what you said they ask you stupid questions like was the sex consensual between this eight-year-old and 36 year old oh my. <laughs> what oh. oh my 
And then where's the treatment for the child? Like the child goes back in the home with the parents. Yeah. Be yelled at and cursed at because the child embarrassed them, apparently, because you know, you can't tell no truth when you're a kid because it's embarrassing for the adults. So, I mean, it's just a really terrible cycle and environment. And it's interesting because the government doesn't even take the time to really actually interview people. Because I think if they did the cases where they actually interviewed people, understood the problems these people were facing or had some kind of real defects that would do that. I mean, more people, I think, would have more of an opportunity to not become the people that are waiting in line, you know, being the perpetual, you know, getting government assistance. It's just it. it... And let me say this and I'm going to play these voices (laughs) after. I um, I understand that people that work in. child services are over flooded with folders oh. upon folders of cases of, of families that need to be looked at in detail, but that is no excuse to not have a um, proper, effective step process of removing the child, yeah. thoroughly investigating, coming yeah. back and um, visiting, doing random pop-ups um, yeah. and making sure that home is completely filtered out of what was the problem and okay, we're going to bring your child back. Because you cannot say, oh, you know, we did get calls but I didn't get time to get back to them or um, yeah. I didn't have case anymore sarah had the case um oh i followed up but you know i got her voicemail so we just kept that child there and they were continuing to be um abused starved burnt beat and sent to school with scars and the teacher had to figure out a way to teach a whole class while looking at this child clearly being abused right oh i oh that was terrible Mm-mm. like that that was like, terrible why that was ter- that documentary in session because I was fuming. You would have thought it was my kid that I'm watching them, you know, shrug about. Right. But yeah. I'm going to get these voicemails and we go continue because there's just so many levels of why abortion rates are up and it's not one-sided and it's not just because you're in this community why it's up and it's not because you always have bad parenting it's a lot of things and sometimes um hey ladies great topic by the way um sometimes it's not even that they don't care if the if it's a grandmother i'm a community health worker and i had a grandmother one time and she was too old to deal with the 16 year old. Sometimes yeah. these grandparents that take the role of parents because the parent isn't able to parent um, effectively, they gotta deal with these kids and they can't for whatever reason. Like they're not, they're not able to handle it. And so the kids are basically raising themselves and let's not forget the parents that are raising, the parents that are kids raising kids, right? So Mm -hmm. as a young mother, like, you know, we're not mature. We think we're mature. We're not mature. We have these babies and we want to be their friends. And then we end up doing the wrong thing as parents. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, shout out to all my black, beautiful bitches. Go away. Oh, God. 
Hey guys, what's up, Shan? What's up, Ruth? Want to just come in and you know show some support. Hopefully, you guys are doing great. I'm gonna be listening in. Thank you. Hey, Greg. Thank you. I always want to be like, hey, hey, Greg, <laughs> because it's so. <laughs> you want to say hey to Greg, and then you be like, hey, Greg, hey, Greg. <laughs> um, that first comment about the grandparents are not. Yeah, grandparents, to me, I think grandparents deserve to graduate out of parenting um, to the next level. And the next level is being a grandparent means having my child that I gave birth to in my house less. And when I choose to, having my grandchildren come visit me, they deserve that. Because let me tell you something, I can't wait to become a grandparent where I can choose to have kids in my house and not have to have them here every day. Right? Yeah. And at the same time, I think grandparents are not supposed to be parents to their grandchildren because then you get a child that really needs the love of a parent that is now getting the love of a parent that is done with parenting that close in detail. And they get a lazy caregiver of the basics and not someone that really wants to play with them not someone that really wants to get in their business and figure out like what they like what they want to do let's go here let's travel here grandparents are tired grandparents today are working behind cash registers making eight dollars an hour grandparents sometimes today don't own homes because they weren't able to set themselves up so imagine being a grandparent your child was um, immature, but made mature life decisions. You now have to raise your grandchildren in your apartment. You're probably mm. getting SSI, which is probably $600 a month. Your apartment that you're staying in is probably some type of um, government-assisted or, or project-like, not the greatest yeah. environment. And you do not have the patience or the um, physicality to take on a young child of today's time. Yeah. What your mother, what your child did to get this grandchild that you got to take care of is going to repeat itself because you, you are tired. You do not have the patience. You do not have the mental capacity to take on a whole nother generation. That's way faster than your child was on the limitations yeah. And it is something to think about, too, where, OK, with grandparents, it's I know more and more um, white people that are starting to raise their grandchildren because of the opioid epidemic. And this goes back to your point of talking about like responsibility uh, and, and it's responsibility and community and government. And I was going to ask you this question, like if if you thought that maybe some government um agencies should actually just hire or contract some of this work in terms of social work because then at least if it's a private company there's a lot more that you can hold the private company to account than it seems like with the government cuz it's yes. like the government's not able to work like you said the over they have too much of a workload yes they you know that the 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 record keeping sometimes is absolutely horrendous depending on if you're in a rural area or if you're in a, a city so i mean like what what are your thoughts on that i i think that would be great and i think people who are um going to um school or trying to get their certification within social work 
should do like some type of practice getting those cases down. It yeah. should be a shadowing of getting those cases down. Just like people who want to become doctors do a residency for amount of time, they mm-hmm. should be in the current mix of what that is. Because if you have people working at these um, child services offices, having kids sleeping on the office floor and sitting mm-hmm. in the chairs for mm-hmm. hours and days because no. they have no placement. And no. on top of that, the placement that these um, social services um, places have for kids, they end up going into a home sometimes worse than the one that they left. I feel like there's somebody in the government that some people, the people that are complicit, that they're not always the people that are a part of it that are like actually doing this stuff, but the other people that are complicit that don't do anything about it because they feel like it's too much to get involved with. You know, they have all these other things to worry about. It's like, it's not... You are in government. You're a leader. Your job is to solve your community's problems. And that means all the problems, not the ones that you just want to pay attention to because the other ones are so uncomfortable. Because like you said, it's like this cycle and it doesn't make any kind of sense that this is is what we're having to face, that people are, it's a damned or if you do or damned if you don't situation. And for the America that we claim to be, uh, no, that's a lie. It's a lie. We're not living anything that we say that we are it ain't great and and we never been great it's an absolute abysmal mess and you know if we really want to get to trying to solve for these problems and because i do i do agree i feel like we need to do something about how people understand the value of life right so to your point about grandparents another point about grandparents which is if a child is doing like there's a there's a natural order like all of us uh, pretty much if you go back let's say two three hundred generations like there was an order in a generation you know you, your grandparents got old and then the next year ch- children took care of their kids the, the grandparents went they got go get taken care of whether at a uh, home or something or they stayed in the house or whatever it was but it was mm-hmm. very clear that the grandparent was no longer raising the children right. Right. And then all of a sudden now, I think that what's happened is that there's been, I think because a lot of these secrets, a lot of, a lot of these things have been swept under the rug. There's the youth has, has lost more and more respect for the elders who really didn't do the things that we thought that they were supposed to do. And it just happens with every generation anyway. But now that we know better, now that we're having these conversations, like I think we're the bravest generation because we actually talk about this this stuff. We're not like trying to pretend like it's not happening or sweeping it under the rug. We're like, yeah, it happened. And some parents would be like, you, I think you're talking too much. You're saying too much. You're telling too many people your business. Uh, no, I'm talking to people about problems that we all share that y'all didn't want to fix. So <laughs> like, but that's don't what care we- your business that is the self-destruction of human life, your business yeah. repeats. Yeah. Like if, 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 if I opened a business and I had a business for 45 years and it did great in sales and it did great in customer service. And then I had a child and they said they wanted to open a business and I did not share my knowledge with them. What's going to happen? I'm going to watch my child fail when I could have helped them or prevented it. And yes. that's what this is. This yeah. is the epitome of society thinking they don't have to say anything about children or young adolescent people who have more internet access and more sex access than we did a generation behind them and they want to teach sex education but they don't want to teach self-respect and self-discipline and how to 
have goals and be owners and not be workers. This is the epitome of a bad curriculum that we've been following for decades. Yes. And I know that a lot of people will say, well, I teach my kids in the house. I teach my kids this, but that's just you and your one house. Right. <laughs> the rest of everybody else is not getting the same information you're getting. So you're putting in a way by in, in not being necessarily complicit, but not necessarily being involved enough, whether that is speaking up, talking to other people, asking people questions like, what do you, what do y'all, what does your family talk about in terms of sex education or whatever it is? Like, that's just a part of like the positives that we can get of getting ourselves of what our generation is doing to work out of it. And, um, oh, we'll go play some bubbles in a minute, but yeah, it's really, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that and then come back again. Okay. Hello, I'm, I'm Pete. I just entered this, uh, hey, Pete. uh, channel eight. I'm not sure. I, read BNL abortion versus maternal mortality. I, I don't please please elaborate a little bit on what your what your topic is, please. Okay, so we're basically discussing um abortion being over one point one million um at the start of this year, January first, twenty twenty one, and what the actual problem is um with the issue of maternal mortality being that women can go through carrying a baby, but the time in the United States that they want to have birth, they'll probably die from birth over any other country that's poorer than the United States. And uh, is it a problem of self-respect? Um, why women are having abortions at the level that they're having? Is it a problem of not being preventative in teaching about the body and talking about sex enough and uh, responsibility? Why women are having so many abortions and just getting the idea of why our numbers are so high compared to other countries. That's what the topic is about. Hey, y'all. Um, <laughs> for me, it kind of feels like I've been saying this for a while. It kind of feels like we're going to have to um, take back our youth, you know, as far as it's changing over our culture. So we have a brighter, you know, more healthier culture. And I really do think we need like schools, like board, like uh, boarding schools where kids could go in the week, um, you know, and, and it'll be a guilt free kind of thing. So parents that are uh, that aren't, don't have the resources or whatever to to raise children. You know that they can drop their kids off somewhere they'll be safe and uh free of abuse and harm and they can learn a lot of things that you know that uh you know uh, schools haven't taught them you know I mean, just a whole cultural shift because it seems like our culture is so bad all all we're doing is just breeding uh breeding bad culture breeding bad culture breeding bad culture and it's i don't know how to avoid what do you think I mean, I remember when I was when I used to go to after school. I used to go to the rec, the rec by the park, and mm -hmm. the lady was really nice, and we did activities and stuff like that. But little boys are still nasty. As I don't know what, and I don't know who was there. But Hello? I, I do think though that with if you're if you're t if I feel like if we're talking to people who are openly having these conversations and it's not uncomfortable for them because they recognize that it is it doesn't be addressed as a problem like we don't have time to be all grossed out about it it's it is absolutely disgusting it is absolutely gross but we have to be adults and approach it with solutions and not keep wanting not wanting to like make it taboo so i think mm -hmm. that we just have 
I'm I'm open for us trying something, just at least trying something. We're not trying anything. We're just doing the same thing over and over again. So yeah, I'm, this is what I see, and I want the I want the curriculum for all public schools to change, and parents who don't want that curriculum can scoop up their money and stay for a private school that's going to do what they want to do as far as a curriculum. But I want all public schools to stop this sitting in a desk teaching for eight hours of the day. And I Mm. want kids to be taught the things that they're actually going to use in adult life. The basic math, and when it starts getting basic, stop. I want the basic grammar, and when it stops getting basic grammar, stop. And kids should not be sitting for hours and hours doing math. Kids should not be sitting for hours and hours doing writing and, and, and grammar. They need to get up and move. They need to use their hands. They need to use their feet. They need to build things with each other. They need other kids that are in the 12th grade to be in a class with uh, someone that's fifth grade because if you go look at um, if you look at Montessori schools those mm-hmm. kids learn on a higher level because they are in classrooms with kids of mixed ages and mm-hmm. I don't care who you are if you are a mom or you're around siblings you're gonna your child is gonna learn faster from another child versus learning from another adult and i think once you have mixed rooms that are monitored correctly not oh we have kids in the room yeah i babysat your kid no monitored correctly so everything is appropriate i feel like kids will learn better and on a better level of wanting to do things for yourself but you can't sit here and tell me you're going to have 24 to 30 kids in one classroom and they all going to learn on the same level because they're not. The numbers show that they're not. The test scores show that they're not. So that needs to change because realistically, my child does not have to sit at a desk for uh, six or seven hours for virtual school to learn what she needs to learn. She's bored by hour five. Right. Yeah, we have have to transform. Yeah. Yo, I was just wondering, what are your guys' thoughts of uh, my username? Like, I, I think it's really, really cool. Racism? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't have any name. It's a word. Hi, Shan. Hi, Ruth. Um, Hello. Interesting topic. Um, this is Tiara. Um, so, yeah, um, my mother had four kids mm-hmm. and now um you're absolutely right here in Georgia now they like you do you have to be <sighs> like like you said negative in your bank account yes. before they'll help you um but my mom you know before that because Georgia realized that that's what like women were using the system but my mom she didn't work um, back in the day, and I felt like she just kept having kids for that reason because she knew that the government would just continue taking yeah. care of us. It has to be capped. It's kind of like um, if your parent gets you a phone, they'll buy you the phone, but you got to pay the phone bill. If 
you knew that you never had to pay the phone bill and you just had to do one little small thing like wash the dishes so you could get the phone. Hey, you're going right. to abuse it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to abuse it. So, yeah. <laughs> listen. Well, in a sense, the government does um, hire private companies to do some of this work. Think of mentorship. Um, a lot of nonprofits, they do the work that the social workers are overrun with. Um, you have Catholic charities, you have, depending on where you live, you have basic CBOs, um, community-based organizations that are contracted to do the work, have social workers, hire them, um, have family specialists and have community health workers and have peer-to-peer um, -peer supports for families and, and grandparent supports and things like that. So they do contract the workout, but it's just that the system is overrun with parents who have made poor decisions and have babies and or parents who have died because they were murdered or they have killed themselves or they were killed by drug or opioid epidemic or they died during childbirth or you know there's so many things there's so many issues there's so yeah that's crazy um me personally i feel like if you're going to you know um get government assistance and I said this on another podcast that you should use it to get where you use it for a little while and then you know when you feel like you can be financially stable um you then don't use it no more you know use it to where you if you understand what I'm saying like yeah. get to a point where you can become financially stable and self-sufficient yeah. and then you know once it serves its purpose serves its purpose you know you don't have to use it anymore let me tell you something i have a cousin who has one two three four i want to say four or five kids i've never seen her go to a job Ooh. most of her wardrobe is her pajamas she um is she depressed Girl, she used she used that excuse to get disability money from the government, um, but she's not depressed. Uh, and for each kid, she gets four hundred dollars. Do you think she wants to go get a job? No, at this rate, I mean, no. And on top of that, she's renting out a part of the house downstairs to collect money. To tenant, so she's just so, a, listen. There, there is a mindset of of women who don't want to do for themselves, and also men because men do find ways in different cities in America to work the system. Who would rather the government assist them in their living, their cat living? and their stale environments than to do it themselves. Because sometimes adulting and doing it yourself and being the one that's responsible for you is scary. And I yeah. can say that it's because all of my brothers are older than me and all of my brothers were like, were super excited to drive. And I knew before I was 15 years old living in Florida that even if I could get my license at 16, I don't want it. Because that would mean I'm responsible for my actions behind a wheel and I right. have to pay attention and babysit 
a whole bunch of people getting to point A to point B, right? Right. I did not get my license until I was 28, going on 29 years old. Mind you, I didn't live in Florida the whole time. I lived in Georgia, where you do need a vehicle because our transit ain't shit. I lived in New York, where you really don't need a car. A car is more so of a liability than it is something to help you with. And I lived in Philadelphia, where you really don't need a car, but a car would be cool. But I just knew once I had kids, mm-hmm. forget forget you not want to be responsible for yourself. You're you're driving. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel right. like there's a lot of people scared of being responsible for themselves and their actions. So they allow the government to assist them. They allow themselves not to reach higher in life for the things that they know they can do, but they don't want to try. Or, or and- I mean, what's Point though, she, you know that that behavior is like just taking advantage of the system because it's like low level, you know. Yeah. There's low, low what a blue collar crime, what white collar crime, poor people crime. <laughs> I guess some, some of these people just be like, you know what? I can. This is a job to me. I just got to go get my paperwork every couple weeks. Yeah, and I make sure I get it turned in, and I'm I'm it's I'm getting the money I need to get. I mean, it's easier for some people to do that. To me, it's harder. To me, I'm like, when, and whenever I've had to go get government assistance, I'm like, oh, Lord, I got to do this. Oh, <laughs> right. Now, I know that you stand in line for five hours, but you need this document. Uh, right? uh, <laughs> nobody, that to me is motivation enough to be like, I never want to. The DMV alone, like, I'm going to the DMV two months before my license expires just to make sure I got it and I don't have to come in here. You know what I'm saying? And some people are preventative in life and some people aren't. Some people are preventative about their vaginas and some people aren't. Some people are preventative about their penises. Some people aren't. Yeah. But it takes one penis and it takes one vagina to change your life. Yeah. And now I change your life. I'm saying it could change your life in a left way, not a right way. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why we need beautiful young ladies like yourselves to come on down to the city and the state office and learn policies and procedures. If, if you don't know them already, but learn policy and learn how to fight in government and learn how to vote and elect your local government officials and learn how to talk to your state representatives and your city representatives and your town representatives like we need parents and we need interested persons even if you don't have children to fight these fights and to become these elected officials to make these decisions because really the people a lot of times that are in there are either very tired from working against the tide or old money that's just been in there that got bought into it by the old boys club you right. We do need to get more involved. And that, that is something that I, I'm journeying on this year. I really want to talk to a lot more local officials. I do want to get to more into the community. I just want to be, I don't want to be complicit anymore, you know, and just a lot of the stuff that, and not that I cause it, mm-hmm. but the fact that, you know, I mean, the good thing I will say this is that we are voting a lot more yeah. than we ever had before. We are getting involved in our local, um, you know, I do vote locally. I do vote for the state. I don't just go I do my midterms. I do that too. But I do know I need to do more. Like I need to know who the judge, who the, who the chief is. I need to know if it's a public event. We allow, we can come. 
<laughs> we don't we don't know invitation it's we're allowed to come so um, this is why platforms like instagram where you can be instantly in the discussion about something is very yeah. important to have because you don't have the masses controlling your news and your information all the time you have yeah. people who want to educate other people instantly with a click of a button and yeah. through this um election especially down here in georgia for the senate a lot of regular regular people did their research and gave you the rundown on each policy and what that would mean for your community and yeah. i think sometimes people are going to have to get their information in dummy form um, that's what I call that, where they don't put the work in for the information, but somebody gives it to them. But that breakdown helped me yeah. make a better decision when I got to that poll. And a lot of people are still within their 30s, their 40s, and their 50s, and their 60s that do not know exactly how electing people to tell them what to do, to be their sheriff, to um, be the person that dictates if their trash gets picked up or not, um, that, that dictates if their child gets a computer laptop during this virtual school or they don't. They don't understand how that works. They think that they just talk about yeah. it in a barbershop, talk to yep. enough people, and that should be enough people, and that ain't going to work. Yeah. And um, I am unfortunately a little of a statistic. I, uh, years, years ago, um, got an abortion. And I guess, you know, it hits differently with whoever the person is. Um, and with me, when I got my abortion, I felt so bad afterwards. Like, I felt guilty. And even to this day, this is kind of a touchy subject for me. Um, I feel this happened maybe 10 plus years ago. And I feel still guilty to this day, to this day about getting that abortion. You know, I have four children, and um, and I have three children after I had that abortion, and I feel bad because I love all four of my kids, and I look at the three that I have now. Um, you know, the three that I have now after the abortion. And I look at them and I'm like, all four of my kids were so beautiful. And I always wonder all the time, the baby that I got rid of, the, that I got the abortion with, um, I always ask myself, like, what would have that child have been like, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. It's touchy. You know, I still feel bad and have my regrets about it and um the reason behind me getting the abortion i want to talk about that too after i go through these messages because a lot of people talk about um the other side of what women feel yeah. after that. the reason behind me getting the abortion was because during the time that i got the abortion um i was in the really bad financial situation and I already had one child and I felt like you know it wouldn't be good to bring a second child into this 
financial situation, this bad financial situation, you know. So I had my reasoning, but I kind of felt like, you know, I should have maybe just stuck through. I don't know, worked it out. I mean, in the end, I'm doing fine now, but I don't know. It's just a little touchy subject for me. <laughs> Completely understood. And I think that's the problem, too. Like, you can't teach self-respect. You can't teach honor. You can't teach, you know what I mean, all that stuff. You just have to be an example of it and, and hope, hope, be hopeful that your children take on the example that you have given. But mm. ain't nobody giving no good examples anywhere. So, yeah. not to say nobody, but, you know. Yeah, like Pastor Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question from y'all, and uh, you know, I, I I don't want it to be offensive. It coming from you know a male perspective or whatever. But um, what do you guys think about an abortion cap? And I know that's you know if if, if I mention that around certain circles, you know, a lot of women will get offended. But like, what do you think about like a you know, like a three abortion cap, a, a three child abortion cap, or something like that, where at least you're, you know, there's some kind of end to the means. You know what I mean? Um, I don't have a problem with that, but I just know that that's not going to stop abortions from happening because people do do them still illegally with hangers and all types of other things um, behind businesses and at different rinky dink. Uh, apartments for people who want to make a quick dollar um it'll still happen but it'll probably be more debts of women um trying to figure out a way to still get it done um but i think everything that the government has to pay for or stupid policies like you know you call in and you tell us that this this child was conceived through an incest, we'll go ahead and not charge you for it. A lot of women say that, and this child was not conceived from incest, right? But they know if they say that, then they'll have the government go ahead and pay for it. So like stupid loopholes like that, where you know people would take advantage, um, you have to come up with a, a more effective idea because people will take advantage. And I'm not saying that, uh, People don't conceive through incest because it happens every day with uh, dads, brothers, um, mothers. Um, it happens every day, but there has to be a next level of what you have to do in order to have the government pay for this. And who gets noticed that you are having an abortion before we go ahead and do an abortion? Because I think that's very important. Wait a minute. The government gives $400 per child? To who, when, and what do you in have to, what is that called? In Philadelphia, <laughs> if you're you on government, every state is different. Um, every state is different. Everybody's policy is loose or tight. Um, for Georgia, I would say Georgia is very tight, but you have uh, cities that are very loose about their policies and what you have to prove in order to get a certain amount in government assistance. And a lot of states don't have a cap, which is why we are... 27 billion trillion dollars in uh, debt because the way that we provide resources are not effective to actually solving an issue. I'm really, um, I 
accent is? Is this public assistance? Is it girl? You look like you trying to find up. Account? That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Um, no, to get a little off topic, Shan, I don't drive either. Um, and I'm 34. <laughs> but the thing is, last year, right before the pandemic, I was actually planning on actually learning how to drive. But what ended up happening is, um, right before the pandemic, I got into a terrible car accident. And so because of that, <laughs> that killed all my hopes and dreams of ever wanting to learn how to drive because for that same reason because not only are you responsible for yourself yeah you're responsible for other people and it, being in that car accident because shane let me tell you i thought i was dying <laughs> and that traumatized me so now and even when i drive with other people i'm like on guard now because the car accident kind of just scarred me for life pretty much Mm-hmm. This, I can understand that I I drive now, but um, my first accident was someone turning left in front of me, and I almost hit him right on his driver's side. And to avoid it, I had to go in the opposite uh, lanes of traffic to avoid hitting him and killing him because this fool wanted to create his own intersection to get a Chick Fil A sandwich. Mm-mm. <laughs> Talk about that. <laughs> My God! That's right. City Hall is free and open to y'all, to everybody. You can go and listen to any hearing, um, unless it says specifically that it's closed. You're welcome to every neighborhood revitalization zone NRZ meeting. You're um, there for every town hall, any elected official, any superintendent speaking, anything like that. Anything. You can ask questions because the City Hall is your space. It's your spot. You pay taxes, and so therefore... You run it, and if we act like that, then we have more of a say-so. Um, the other thing is, if your parents, if either one of you or if anybody listening is a parent, look up the Ennis and Nancy PLTI, the National Parent Leadership Training Institute. They offer free classes on policy um, and lawmaking. Um, they have a CLTI for children. Um, it's just a really great course that you can take for a couple months and get a certificate and get involved. I like Thank that. You so much. Play the next button. Um, I'm saving that. Okay. Okay, what's up? How are you? Hello. Hello, how are you? Hey, I'm religious, but at the end of the day, like, I think it's a culture thing. Look, when people go to war, they out here killing people's fathers people's children people you know and it's not an issue okay but when you're killing something that's barely functioning because it's like half the time if you do it early enough like there's no arms there's no head that you know like if you do it early enough it's just a bulge of blood you know but there it is you know like they want to talk about that, but people that got whole lives, whole fathers and stuff, they don't say nothing about those people that's they killing people in the war. They giving policemen guns. I think it's a culture thing, even though I am I don't believe in abortion, but it is. Hmm. That's a thought. Later, yeah. You want to hit next next one? Yeah, I just 
think about how I was also caught in a situation similar where I was in a financial crisis. I was actually homeless and uh, my daughter's father, he wasn't supportive at all. And um, though I had people who I know cared for me and loved for me, um, it really came down to me just asking myself those hard questions and asking myself, um, you know, just evaluating my support system. And um, I actually came down to the decision to plan to open adoption for my daughter. Mm. That was two years ago. She's two now. And um, I see her often. I talk to her often. And um, <laughs> it was a really, really hard decision to make, but with a lot of prayer, just a <laughs> lot of reflection and just knowing that I wanted my daughter to be here, but knowing that I wasn't going to be able to provide for her um, was something that gave me strength, something that. Wow. That's amazing. That is. In that same process, I was able to find community. Um, I did do my open adoption through Catholic Charities. So um, really, really great organization and just all that they provide. I was actually in a home where, um, you know, they would allow you to stay there up to, um, you know, your your whole pregnancy term and up to your your child being a month, um, 12 months, year, 12 months old a year. Um, so there's about seven houses like that around the valleys for pregnant moms in, in crisis that are homeless. And um, still to this day, now I'm still connected with resources. I'm, I'm learning how to code and um, I'm just I'm living for my daughter. You know, a lot of us say that we would die for our kids. But what good are we if we're dead? And, and so now I've just given mm. this chance for myself and for my daughter to thrive. And that's something that keeps me going, even though I do have my days. I I love it. Yeah. And we all have them days, lady. Um, number one, to the sister who said, talked about her abortion experience. Please know that for me anyway, and, and I don't think there's any judgment. The lady said there's no judgment. No judgment at all. Things happen. Um, and please don't beat yourself up. And I would suggest, out of serious love, get therapy for yourself if you haven't already. Because that is something that will stick with you for the rest of your life if you don't. Um, any That's trauma. You know, any kind of trauma will stay with you if you don't deal with it. And number two, $400 is not a lot of money when you're raising kids. Hello. Trust and believe. $400 can barely feed a family of three. It's not a lot of money. The perception is that it's a lot, but it's really not. Um, yeah. And if you pay rent and all that other stuff, $400 is nothing. Yeah. It actually costs, oh my God, I can't remember. I'm going to look it up. But if you look up how much does it cost to raise a child, it's like a million dollars from now to the age of 18. And then some, depending on what your your level of um, desire is for your child. Talking about school, paying for education, paying for child care. Child care in a lot of places is $800 a week for, to send your child to child care so you could go to work. Um, that is, if you're making $15, uh, $18, um, you're bringing home about $700. Yeah, that's all your check every week. Yeah. I'm just saying $18 an hour, yeah. All right, Eva. The message yes. is a, I have to add to it. Say that one more time. I didn't hear you. 
I said the messages are done. Have at it. All that information. Oh. Your thoughts. Oh, well, let everybody know we're going to wrap up at 1230. And thank you so much, everybody who's joined us. We're going to kind of try to touch on some of the um, le- the listeners that chimed in. Um, I think that for sure with, um, I can't remember her name that talked about her um, abortion. Um, Tiara. Tiara. Sorry. Yeah, Tiara. Tiara. Sorry, Tiara. Um, I just, I think that and, and then also, also someone else talked about something else oh, with the uh, with the adoption. Um, those two, I, I was talking one to talk, life whispers. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes we lose sight of the fact that we do all have like our own life paths, and we do our we can go left or right, right? And it doesn't mean that we can't get that you can't jump back on and get back on track of our life paths. Like it's not just like one situation doesn't define our lives forever. So to um, to um carrie's point it's carrie grace's point about getting therapy in all those situations right like having to the guilt of um well the courage of having to put your child up for adoption this takes a lot of courage to do that Um, i think it takes some courage to actually go do an abortion as well but then on the other side of it we know that you know the guilt anything that we know that we feel like we did wrong is going to always be something that haunts us it could be anything i mean we all have can reach back and be like oh i shouldn't have done this i shouldn't have done that um, but the important thing is that once we do learn, right, that we do get some kind of therapy, that we start to continue to keep working on ourselves. And I've heard from what I've been hearing, that's the journey that a lot of us have been taking. And that's OK. Um, and I think sometimes in our society, it's like that, what I was saying earlier about the damn if you do, damn if you don't. Even when we do try the, the, the amount of support that we should be getting for the efforts, they're nowhere to be found, too. You know, so, but I think that we have to be able to be, be okay with knowing that the decisions that we're making are the best decisions that we can make and that we can continue to keep trying to grow out of that and keep making better decisions. And hopefully um, we all find ourselves in our city halls <laughs> this, uh, this year it's, uh, demanding more and, and then also demanding more of each other. Because I do think, to Yana, your point about, you know, where can you get the $400 at? In, in the short term, it feels like it's something that'll be satisfying. Um, mm-hmm. But in the long term, you actually may lose out on some things. And if you have to, like, you know, like I've been on government assistance before. I've had to. Um, and when I- so they'll tell you you can't make more than 25K a year. 25K a year in 2021 will get you nowhere. Nowhere. Nothing. Nothing. That's, I mean, you might as well be homeless. I mean, not, I mean, of course, being sensitive to homeless people, but I mean, that's just basically like being homeless. So we're in these weird spaces too. I think one thing that helps a lot, like when I was going through a lot of my struggles and stuff, um, just being okay with knowing that sometimes I did have to ask for help. I didn't ask for help. I think enough, like I should have, Mm -hmm. um, not that I ever had an abortion. I did, I I, I did not believe it for myself, but I would, I'm I'm not against somebody else making a choice for themselves. My thought was like, if I do this, you know, those questions too was like, what would they look like? What would I missed out on? And those are the, those are the reasons that I would it would allow me to do it. But it doesn't mean that I didn't make a whole bunch of other mistakes in between being a parent because it has been a ride, okay? Um, right. And I need therapy sometimes. <laughs> just go and talk to all somebody. black people, all black and brown people who yeah. have born and raised in the United States and do not know their root heritage deserve to have free therapy ending with a massage a whole body massage yeah i'm clapping on that that should be written 
we need to do more more we need to get our 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 government has to put money behind taking care of people that's yeah. it yes what you want what you want to add <sighs> all right that was a lot and i appreciate all you guys um commenting thank you for sharing the show thank you for clapping it up um I do appreciate the honesty because I think that's what's really going to help everybody is the honesty. Um, The other side of abortion, nobody talks about, about, you know, how many women are out here haunted by their choices. Personally, Mm -hmm. a lot of friends who have had abortions um, throughout their twenties, sometimes even their teens. And now that they felt like, you know, they have the good job, they have the good husband, and now they want to have a kid they can't or they're having hard times conceiving or their doctor is telling them like you have to lose this much weight or you have to stop eating this or you have to stop drinking this in order to have mm-hmm. the possibility of carrying it and i don't know if you're under a rock but for black women america is like poison when it comes to you giving birth and being healthy and your baby being healthy. Mm-hmm. Black women die at the highest rates in America when it comes to giving birth. Something simple that hundreds and thousands of women do every day. Um, probably like a million kids per minute are born. But mm-hmm. at the same time, we have to understand that I don't think... God, the creator, even if you don't believe in God, the creator of life gave women the ability to bear children and have a healthy child for you to not be able. And I think women can take that however they want to take it. And I say women and not girls because I don't think girls are supposed to raise children. Mm-hmm. But the girl mindset might be in a 30-year-old still might be in a 40-year-old still. And that might produce um, young children who think they can take on another child or a baby. Um, I remember going to school in Florida where the school needed to be uh, fixed or updated. And instead of them take the money to update the school, they bought trailers for the amount of girls that went to this high school that had children so they can have their babies be babysat while they went to class. Yeah, and he's happy I'm just like, what is happening? Damn. Why is such a big number of teenagers having children to the point where we're not going to update the school for the rest of the students that don't have mm-hmm. kids? We're going to make sure there's a daycare for these ladies to have their um, babies be here. And I understand that they wanted to help, but I think we had a wave of it's cool to have a baby. I want to get on, um, I want to get on MTV, um, babies at 16. You know what I'm saying? And the, the gratification that comes with that is ridiculous. And how many women wish that they kept their children. And I think it's a lot of guts for a woman to one, have abortion two think about it and fathom the process and not have anyone there. And on top of that, fathom giving birth to a child, carrying a child for nine months, and then writing on a document to give that child away because you are not, you know you're not in the best uh, setup to take care of that child. I think that takes a lot of guts. And um, I just wish women that do that and make those choices the best 
there's so much more to say, but we are ha- we have to get out of here at 12:30. So if there's anyone listening that would like to make a last minute comment or um, has any questions, please put it through. Thank you for listening to the show with E Ruth. Thank you for listening to the show with me. I'm Shan from She Gets a Podcast, and um, we'll be back with another one soon. Uh, yes. Probably be on a different topic, but um, definitely a topic that needs to be talked about. Yes. Thank you all for, for, for chiming in. I really do appreciate all the comments. Yeah. All righty, Ruth. Thank you. All right. And keep talking about it with other people, though, y'all. Listen, please. The honesty yes. is needed. Thank you yes. so much. Good night. Bye. Again, an amazing talk that um, we had on Stereo App. But to add to it, I do appreciate one of the um, commenters on Stereo App when she said a lot of people always said that they would die for their kids. But would you live for your kids? And she was speaking on the fact that um, she did have a, a child at a young age and she was not financially prepared to take care of a child and she decided to have that child but signed that baby over for um, adoption and she still visits the child and um, she's happy that she made that decision but it does take a lot of self-control and um, truth and honesty for yourself to say I am not able to take on the care of this child, to raise this child. So I need someone that is in a better position to do that. And I would rather that more so than abortions. But again, I think every woman has the right to choose to have an abortion if that's what she chooses. But at the same time, how many abortions... And how often I feel like that matters. And I feel like if you are in a position where you find yourself having to schedule a lot of abortions back to back, you have to sit with yourself and ask, honestly, is there something that I could be doing better with my actions so I don't get here again? Is there something that I'm not doing that I could be doing to prevent this as a possibility? And how do I step more so into that direction than having to be a first name basis at this clinic? And if you look at the areas where Planned Parenthood is, it's in predominantly urban areas where a lot of um, ethnicities of African American people, whatever that is, live or um, people who are capped at how much money they bring in into a household annually who have Planned Parenthood, but you would never find a Planned Parenthood in a suburbia or somewhere considered um, higher than middle class. You always find it in a predominantly poorer area or region where they want to give people 
in a community the idea that hey put on a smile face and come into Planned Parenthood we'll give you contraceptives we'll talk to you about sexual sexual transmitted diseases and we'll make sure that you're you know up to date on all of the sexual transmitted diseases and prevention and all of the medicines that you could possibly get if this happens but they're also proudly accepting of um, giving abortions um, more so to younger people who are not that self-aware with their bodies as much as an older person would be. And I think even if you said, um, you know, we shouldn't have abortions, I feel like whoever wants to have abortion will still find a reason or a way to have an abortion, right? And I think we need to see what we can do to change our habits so we don't have to get to a point of needing an abortion. I think we need to take a look at our environments. I think we need to take a look at our households and see what we're not doing to be preventative. Who do I have coming in and out of my house where this is happening to my child or this is happening to my niece or my nephew or this is happening um, to me? Uh, why do I keep, you know, dating or talking to the same uh, type of people with this personality or characteristic? Um when did I stop having goals for myself? When did I stop having boundaries? Because it is a level of self-respect that has to come into play when you see the numbers of abortion being over a million. And we're at January 18th. Okay, the year just started. Our numbers should not be that high. Okay? Women valuing their bodies over human lives is an issue. Okay, not having the balance over that. Men pressuring women to not be pregnant, but they want to go in a woman with their penis without a condom. They want to get it raw. You know, they want a woman to get on the pill, but they don't want to wear a condom. What's the side effect of wearing a condom versus a woman getting on the pill and her face breaking out and her gaining weight and her sex drive being lower because she's taking a a pill that is messing up her body chemistry within herself to prevent a child from possibly happening because a man wants to get his feels in a vagina without a condom. It is very selfish, okay? It is very selfish, right? And no one wants a new child during uncertain times, and I understand that, but there, there is a responsibility and a con that comes with not wanting a child during these times. Not wanting a child because I don't feel uh, financially prepared at this time. What are my options? Your options are you refrain from sex or he wears a condom. All right? And condoms are not 100% preventative. Uh, birth control is not 100% preventative. Okay? All right? Whatever sex position you do, I don't care who told you, is not 100% preventative. Over 25 million unsafe abortions happen each year. That tells me that it doesn't matter if hospitals stop doing it, doctors stop doing it, or policies come into play with that criminalize women for doing it come into play. Women are still going to find a way to get this done. All right? So when I talk about self-respect, I'm talking about women and men 
and young boys and young girls understanding that it is okay to be an individual. It is okay to not move like the masses. It is okay to keep people around who respect you, who know your boundaries and respect your boundaries. It is definitely okay to say no more. All right. I don't care how much you like them. I don't care what car he drives. I don't care how much you like her. I don't care what her hair looks like. I don't care what color his eyes are. Vice versa. I don't care if you in your mind have an imaginary baby of what your baby would look like. If you are not mentally, emotionally, financially, and uh, and spiritually prepared to take on the life of a child, you shouldn't be doing the things to make one. And and if you are doing the things to make one, you shouldn't be doing the things to make one so loosely. And when I say loosely means, all right, when I'm going to come, I'm going to pull out. Listen, let me tell you that pull out method is not for everybody. Everybody is not that talented. All right. That pull out method did not work on the best of us. Okay. Change your habits. What are you doing to refrain from repeating you ending up back in the abortion clinic? How is abortions affecting different races? And I'm going to tell you right now, the numbers for African Americans in America as far as abortions are higher than any other race or ethnicity. Okay? The value of how we see ourselves every day in media matters. The, the ability to use technology to connect to another individual, another stranger, to meet them for sex is a problem. That's all those uh, dating apps. Tinder. Uh, what's the other one? Bubble. What's the other one? I don't, I don't use them. I've never used a dating app. And even when I go on social media, I'm not there to find someone to date. I'm not there to find someone to have sex with. I'm not there to find someone to, to marry. I'm there to talk and have discussions about the things that I like to do. I'm there to promote my podcast. I'm there to connect with other parents. I'm there to learn things, to gain knowledge, to be around and, and talk to people who are like-minded, to do business. That's why I'm there. I've never walked into a school, walked into a skatering, walked into a store, or walked into a club talking about, I'm going to find love today, Chantal. We're going to find love. We're going to find somebody to rub up on, and I'm going to find somebody to have my baby. Never in life have I ever did that. Now, I have admired some of God's gifts, okay? I have admired some of... uh god's uh specimens that he has created okay within his image and it, it is a beautiful thing to look at but i also know that i respect myself i also know that i have boundaries i also know my purpose and my purpose is not to sit around and wait for a man to use me uh sexually enjoy me and if he wants to pump babies within me he can do that at his free will no i have a say I have a say and I have two daughters where I have to raise them to know that they have a say with their bodies. They have a responsibility with their bodies. They have to have a sense of awareness about the friends that they keep, the associations that they 
you know, meddle in and, and, and hang around their environments. They have to keep their head on a swivel. If you don't feel comfortable around somebody, say, I don't feel comfortable around you. Please, would you please back up? If you are in a room with a teacher at school, because adults cross boundaries also, authority and policemen and judges cross boundaries also, please, can you leave that door open? And if they don't leave that door open while they want to have a private conversation with you in their office, scream like hell and tell them to call your mama because I will show up. Like we have to be having talks to, to our children about this, our teenagers, okay? Kids are not waiting until their 20s to have sex. Kids have smartphones, which means if you are not talking to your child about sex now and they have the ability to have a smartphone because you don't want them to be left out (laughs) as a child, then it is your duty to have those hard conversations about what a period is, what what, what is a bra, what is puberty, what happens to a boy when he becomes a man, what is that white stuff? What is this vagina? When does a vagina get hair on it? Like if you're not ready to really talk in detail about their bodies, do not give them that smartphone. They should have kids YouTube on their tablets, okay? Because the internet is everywhere, access is everywhere. And if you're not talking to your child about it, but you're giving them the ability to have this access, curiosity, let me tell you, is going to win. So, have the talk. Be honest. Share your experiences, okay? Women valuing their body needs to be a thing, but also women understanding that creating human life is a responsibility. Kids do not ask to be here. They need to see that having a baby at a young age is not cute, Having a baby at a young age should not be glorified on something like um, being pregnant at 16 on MTV. Like, come on. And I'm not saying young people should be ashamed of being pregnant and hide it. You shouldn't hide it, but you should be making active changes within your habits to prevent that from happening again. You should be honest at the fact that you weren't being responsible about what it is you were supposed to be doing versus what you chose to do, okay? If you want to have a lot of sex, you can't say you don't want to have any accountability. There has to be a balance, okay? Men, if you do not want more babies, then go get a vasectomy, okay? If you have eight children and you're not doing right by those eight children, please be preventative. Please be responsible and know that I do not want any more children. So I am going to do my diligence, my due diligence to handle this. Okay? If you do not want a relationship with a woman, don't tell her. That y'all in our relationship. Don't give her the idea that she's in a relationship. Learn to be direct and still be respectful. You have to think about this. What really got the black men out of the household? The government set up policies to keep black males out of the households of their, their girlfriends, their wives, and their children. 
okay? Because they plotted to give women with children who are who are living under their means, well, not living under their means because society is go- going to go up in prices on things that you need, but they they weren't even living at the standard that they should be living for a human being in America, right? And they said we'll go ahead and give you this assistance in funding and food as long as there's not an adult male living in the household. So if you see a father who is not in the household and then you look to the other side and you see your children and then you look in the mirror and you look at yourself, who are you going to make make sure is okay and, and, and able to have food, have light, have somewhere to sleep, have somewhere to play, have somewhere to come home to when they leave school, your kids and yourself. All right? No other ethnicity was directly affected like the black household in America. And that same mindset is what has a lot of women and men on assistance because they are making sure that they are not in a position to do it themselves. They are making sure they are not in a good position to get out of the hole or the capping of needing the government. Look at what happens when you get above where you need to be and you want to start a business and you want to you know, feed the homeless and you want to give back and you want to do good in your community. They all, the government always looks for reasons on why you cannot start without this document. They always look for reasons on why you have to pay this fee. You got to pay that fee. You can only do this for X, Y, and Z amount of days. You need to show documentation. When you want to open your business, they push so many taxes on your business. So you have to figure out what can you use as a tax write-off to keep more money within your business than what's going out of your business. So... Understanding your purpose and understanding where you want to be in life and understanding what makes you deserving of being respected is very important. It's going to change the way that you move. It's going to change the way that you carry yourself. It's going to change the possibility of you being in certain situations because you are going to know your worth. You are going to know that, hey, I don't know anyone here at this party. It is not um, smart for me to drink to the point where I'm drunk and I cannot um, be alert. I do not know anyone here. I shouldn't be in any rooms alone with someone that I do not know or a group of males or a group of women that I do not know. I could be taken advantage of. I do not want to take any substances from strangers that I do not know at a party or an event. I need to let somebody know where I am. You can always share your location these days on smartphones with whoever you want to that you trust. You can text somebody keywords on coming to pick you up. You and your best friends can know keywords to use to text when you need help and they will come scoop you up. Like there's so many ways to be preventative that even if you get pregnant or someone sexually abuses you, there are ways for you to get out of it and be better in life. Okay? You are not scarred. You are not you are not someone that has to be just like their mother. You are not someone that has to be just like their father. You can be different. You can be an individual and you can stand in life and know your purpose. Okay?
And we have to be honest about our need to improve. We have to be honest about the fact that, you know what? I did go to that party and I lied to my parents. I did drink when I wasn't supposed to be drinking. And I drank to the point where I didn't know where I was. I didn't know what was going on. And I did purposely go in the room with 10 teenage boys. And I did let them do things to me because I really didn't care too much about myself. And I didn't care. And I got pregnant. You know what I'm saying? You can be honest with yourself. All right? Because regardless of if you're honest or not, that's that's the outcome is always the same. You know what? I keep getting pregnant by different guys and I don't know who the father is because I don't really care about myself. And so I allow people to use me for sex because I feel like when 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 other men use me for sex, that's when I feel empowered because they want me at that moment. But it's a moment. It fades. So if men don't want you outside of moments, then you have to look at yourself and be like, when do I want me? When do I respect me? When do I want to be better? What is my purpose? When did I start feeling like I didn't have anything to gain by myself? When did I start feeling less worthy of having nice things or living a good life or having greater opportunities than this. At what age did I feel like I was born in the projects? I'm going to grow up in the projects. I'm going to have kids in the projects. I will know nothing else but the projects. What am I watching on TV that's telling me this is going to be my life forever? What am I listening to as far as music, as far as um, books, as far as... uh, podcasts that's telling me this is all that there is for me. There is no mistakes in life, right? Especially repeated ones. There is no possible way something can be a mistake if it's by repeated behavior, okay? There is no way That you can say, I want better and you're not doing anything to be better. You're not changing anything. You can't say that you want to live a great life when you're scared to change something that's not so great. So when it comes to abortion, I'm not saying I'm against people having it because I believe all women deserve uh, to make a choice. But I'm saying your bodies and sex comes with personal responsibility and we have to start teaching that as as young as eight years old and seven year old to boys and girls. There's a responsibility that comes with having a penis. There is a responsibility that comes with having a vagina and and thinking you know what it takes to create a life and thinking you know how to provide for a child. Okay, so if you are out here and you just in vaginas because they feel like comfy couches, there's a consequence for that. Okay, if you are out here and you're allowing men to come lay their penises inside your vaginas like hot dogs and bread, there's a consequence for that. I'm just saying 
it's not just a woman's problem and it's not just a man's problem. It's a global issue and we have to see what as a foundation do we need to get back to to get these numbers the hell down because these numbers are too high. We have a lot of access, which means we have a lot of access to the right information as much as we have to the wrong information. We have a lot of access to people who are careless, just like we have a lot of more access to the people who are responsible about what they do with their day. So if you're going to have sex, there's a responsibility that comes with that. I do not want to see more grandparents raising their great-grands and their grandchildren because that happens. I don't want to see more teenagers becoming parents when they can't even take care of themselves. I don't want to see more children stuck in tablets and iPhones than they are outside playing or in backyards playing or creating. We have to bring it back. However you choose to bring it back, bring it back. Okay? What I said earlier about schools needing to change that curriculum needs to change. I feel like that's going to help. Okay? Yes, there are young millionaires happening every day. Yes, there are young business entrepreneurs that are kids happening every day. But let's not forget that these children need to be children. They deserve to be children. Let's not mistake the fact that if you can have a song about how you you having sex with someone and how you getting all the women and how you getting all the men and how you got that um, walk. That comes with responsibility. And I'm not saying all of the responsibility on you is on you, but you are contributing to a picture. What kind of picture are you trying to paint about yourself? How are you showing up in your community? What impact are you making? Do you just go outside and you feel like what other kids do and what other kids say is not your business? but you want your child to play with those kids. Well, let me tell you something. I'll tell you what. Whatever those kids are talking about or think will rub off on your children. They will bring it into your home. Stop being afraid to have discussions that need to be discussed with your kids. Stop. Your kids know, and if they don't know, you need to treat them like they know. Okay? It is better to prepare your child than to try to patch your child up after the damage is done. That's all I'm saying. Thank you guys for listening to a great show. Thank you, E-Roots. That was amazing. And um, oof, we got to change. We got to change. We got to change some things um, just so some things could get a bit better. <laughs>